Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome to a new episode of TNE, the Nirvana Experience. Um, this week we're gonna start off with uh, let's talk part four. So, for people who who new to the show, ECs, I do a let's talk. We're in the fourth season, so this is the fourth let's talk. And uh, I may I may just talk about stuff that went on personally in my life that I, you know, really never really shared with nobody, and all people who know about it. It's the folks who were around me at that time and stuff like that. So, uh, but before I get into that, I've been up this morning. I'm recording this on uh, Thursday, December 7th, 2023. And where I'm at is currently 7.05 in the morning. I've been up since 2 in the morning. Just up thinking about a lot of shit. And I don't know why this came across my mind, but... Think of this scenario and who right or wrong in a situation. All right. So let's say two people meet, a man and a woman. A man and a woman meet each other. They don't really know nothing about each other for real, for real. They just attracted to each other. They was out somewhere. They saw each other. They were attracted. The woman won't really look for a relationship, do won't really look for a relationship, but they want to fuck each other. So they end up doing what it do. Uh she ended up going over to his house. Uh he bought some he had some condoms. He used condoms, but uh halfway through, you know, she ended up taking the condom off of him because she said she wanted to feel the, the real thing and it don't feel as good for the con. So anybody who, you know, who's not a virgin who has sex and stuff like that, when you, you know, when you're in the moment like that, you don't really be having a, you know, a sound mind. So when shit happening, shit just be happening and you think about it after the fact. So the lady ended up taking the con on my phone and they finished having sex and he nutted in her. Alright, so they like two months passed, she found that she's pregnant, but within those two months, they don't never see each other again, nor talk to each other again. The own the only type of communication that they have is seeing each other on Instagram and on Facebook. That's it. So she find out she late. She don't have no uh period or whatever. And she called him. And uh no, I'm like, and she messaged him on social media i mentioned him on social media and he'd be like all right i ain't i ain't ready to have no baby so he give us some money for an abortion she get that money and instead of getting instead of getting an abortion she end up doing other shit with it whatever she want get a nail done get a head done whatever whatever buy some, buy some big dinner it don't matter she do whatever she want. He find out later on that she's still pregnant because she's posting pictures on social media or whatever or whatnot. And he and he mentions her on social media. I'm like, what happened to you getting an abortion? I gave you the money with it. And then she hit him with my morals and my beliefs and how I was raised go against abortion. And I don't I don't want to abort my baby and kill, technically kill my baby. I want to have my baby. And he be like, "Well, I'm not finna take care of no baby because I, I'm I don't want to 
I'm not ready to be a dad. All right, so when it, like who was in the wrong in that situation? Because both of them, both of them was being careless in the act of making a baby. But this man, he took steps to you know to terminate the pregnancy at the early stage. But she decided not to do it, and she took his money and spent it on other shit. So who's wrong in this situation? Uh, I was in here thinking about that. I don't know why they came to my head the way it did, but I thought about it. And uh, I'm going to let y'all come up to y'all own conclusion. Like, which y'all, who y'all think is the uh, person in the wrong. Uh, that's something to think about. All right, so let's get into this episode of Let's Talk. Um... Back in 2007, well, 2006, we basically had, where I lived in some apartments that's, that's abandoned now. It's called the Grace Lamanda Apartments. My mama and all her friends lived in the same apartment, and it was a small apartment, so everybody was, like, in one section. All right. Uh, we basically had a, a Royal Rumble that night of New Year's Eve, 2006. So let me start from the beginning. All right, so my first girlfriend, I, I thought I was in love with her, but in my head, you know, at that time, being so young as I was, I was an early teen, I thought we was in love with whatever. Her mom and my mom was best friends and we was together. And, um, like I said at first, all of us, you know, everybody lived in the same apartment complex. Bruh, I was so obsessed with this girl. Well, I ain't going to say obsessed, but I was so in love with the girl that, like, I was making a complete ass of myself, like, walking over her house in the summertime in tuxedos and shit, trying to surprise her and shit, like, doing dumb ass shit. Uh, at this particular time, in 2006, it was some people in the apartment complex that, that lived over there that we was cool with. And I found out that she liked one of the dudes over there, right? And like I said, me being young and dumb and shit, I, and, you know, her being my first girlfriend, I didn't know how to, I didn't understand how to deal with it. So, of course, I embarrassed myself, was begging and shit. This before this the the the, the instance I'm talking about. I'm giving the backstory. So I made an ass of myself, begged her and all the type of stuff. It got so bad to the point the dude who my girl liked, his brother was good friends with me. And he was like, Man, Corey, bro, man, come on, bro. Don't do don't do yourself like that. Go on, get up. I'm in a party, all our friends there, like everybody there. We walk outside. This run about the time I really started listening to Michael Jackson a lot more than what I used to. And I used to go to the house and work out and listen to, um, at that particular time, I listened to the Jackson song. It was, it was called The Jackson's Walk Right Now. And uh, that song was just like, it just encapsulated my whole entire feeling that I was having at that time period. So fast forward, uh, she broke up with me. She started talking to the light-skinned nigga with the, you know, uh, they played football or whatever, whatever. And they broke up and she came back to me and like a dumbass, I took her back. 
So now we together and all that type of stuff. So fast forward to the situation that I was talking like the incident I was talking about on New Year's Eve. I got three fights that night. All right. So the first the first fight I got into. Uh me and my friend at the time, his name was Mike. I got into it with his cousin. And uh the reason we got the fighting because he was talking crazy shit about my girlfriend mama, which was my mama's best friend at the time. He would talk shit about calling all types of bitches and shit. So I beat his ass. Like we got to fight. I beat his ass and all that type of shit, right? About an hour later, all of us in the back, like me, my sister, and brothers, uh, uh, my friends, we was at my friend's house, my another one of my mama's friends, uh at all the all the grown-ups was at my mama's best friend's house, my girlfriend mama's house for a New Year's Eve party. And, you know, all of, all the kids was at the house. Like I said, all, the apartment complex is like two sections. It's like a real small co- co- uh, apartment complex. So we went to the back, to one of my mama's friend's house. And that was where my best friend stayed at, at the time. So I go over there, we talking and all that type of shit. Next thing you know, I hear a loud ass, like, beating at the door. Boom, 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 boom. Open the door. It's my girlfriend. She all mad and shit. I'm like, bro, what the what what the fuck wrong with you? Like, what's going on with you? She ain't asked me was I okay. She heard about the fight. First thing she said was, I heard you got the fight with such and such. I'm like, yeah. And he was like, What's he out there talking shit about my mama? I'm like, yeah, I beat his ass for this shit. She was like, nah, no, you didn't. You just let that man talk shit about my mama. I'm like, bro, was you out there? I like, do I look like I'm beat up? Have you seen him? I beat his ass for this shit. So, in her head, she just thought and let dudes just sit out there and talk shit about her mama and shit. This how I, this how I knew she really didn't like me for real, for real, because shit like this. But you know, at the time, I didn't. I want to think about that. Like I said, she was the first girlfriend I had. So, it's my brothers. No, I don't think my brothers were there. I, I forgot who was all there, but we was in the kitchen, and she started fighting me like my girlfriend. She started hitting me all in the face, all in my ear. Everywhere, it got so bad to the point, and, and I didn't hit her back either. I wouldn't hit her back because I would hit her back because she was like, I was, I was, I was fifteen, six two, two hundred pounds, and she was seventeen or sixteen, no, she about sixteen, seventeen, real short and real skinny. Like if I would hit her at one time, she would have been out. She was, just, she just would have been out. So I ain't hit her back, and it got so bad to the point where she fighting me. And then her little sister was hitting me in my back with a with a skillet. So I'm like, man, what the fuck? So I get them up off me. When I find it, when everything finally settled down, bruh, when I say this shit, I'm not I'm not exaggerating at all. I'm not exaggerating. My lip was on swole, like to the point where like I was slobbing a little bit because of how big it was. I couldn't hear out my left ear. And I was I couldn't see out of my eye, out my out my out my left eye. I was able to see, but it was blurry, like real blurry. And um I went around there to where the adults was at, to where my mama and all her friends and shit was at. And they asked me what what happened to me. And I told them what happened, and everybody just bust out laughing at me. They were like, You let that little ass girl do that to your big ass, you deserve this shit. So now I'm embarrassed. And my mama, she she looked like she was embarrassed, but she looked more mad and embarrassed at the same time. And she was like, Corey, just go to the house. I'm like, okay. 
I go home. My sister see me. Instantly get mad. She like, why you let that girl do that to you? Like, I'm talking about she instantly mad. Like, my sister instantly got mad. Why you let that girl do that to you? You ain't had no business in there. Let her do that to you. Like, she getting on my ass. I'm like, damn, bro. Now, by her getting on my ass, I, I, I started to feel bad then. Because, like, she getting on my ass. I'm like, damn. So, I'm sitting at the house and shit. I say about 30 minutes to 45 minutes go by. Here, knock at the door. It's my best friend's sister and my girlfriend because they was best friends. I opened the door. I was like, what's up? She was like, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Like, she apologized and all that type of shit. And I was looking at her. I ain't even want to accept that shit. I opened the door. My, I went out there. My sister pulled me in the house. She was like, nah, mama said you can't go outside. She yanked me in the house like she the oldest. Like, I ain't the older brother. So I'm like, man, get your head back. So I go outside and stand on the porch. So I'm standing on the porch. It's me, my girlfriend, her best friend, which is which is my best friend's sister. Man, it's like 1, 2 in the morning. All the adults, like I said, still at my mom's best friend's house for the New Year's party. Uh, this big, tall dude. Got to keep in mind, I'm about 16 years old, 16, 15 years old, 6'2". The height that I am now. It was a, it was a dude who was full of shit. Taller than me, and he was bigger than me. He was sweating. Like, yeah, keep in mind, this at two in the morning, one, two in the morning. We supposed to be in the house. But this nigga walk up on some kids. Because technically we were kids. My girl was older than me. And my friend's sister, she was the youngest one out of us. This man, this man walk up on us. I'm talking about he he like he had me about six, four, six, five. Kind of heavy set, and he was sweating so bad to the point, like before he got to us, he was so stanky. I'm like, damn, that might stink. That man was like, hey, y'all got a cigarette? We were like, nah. So everybody being there, we like, nah, we got no cigarette. Then my sister yanked me in the house again. I go back out there because I ain't finna leave them outside with this nigga. I go back out there. He was like, man, I give y'all a dollar for a cigarette. I was like, I don't got no, we don't got no, we don't got no cigarette. He like he like shit shit he like man, I need a cigarette so but y'all know who got a cigarette so he comes and like asking us about a cigarette and shit and my girlfriend telling like look nigga we don't got no motherfucking cigarette so she start like going off on him and shit and he started like getting mad and shit so when my sister opened the door to yank me back in the house he hit my sister so hard she went flying back to the stove and he tried to run bro I ran after that man so fucking fast like we was like. He hit my sister. She flew back to the stove and took. He took off and like ran to the middle of the street. I ran out there and started working that man. So I'm, I keep, I'm 15, 16 years old fighting this grown ass man, and I'm working at that. That was my third fight I was in that night. The third fight. All that shit had to happen within like a three hour time span. So that was the third fight I was in that night. I'm fighting this nigga, beating his ass and shit. My girlfriend, she take off. And go to the front of the apartment to tell my mama what happened. So at this point, my mama and all my folks, all my folks, like which is like my mama's friends and all the parents shit, came outside and saw me beating a dog shot this man. So the dude who my mom was talking to at the time found out what happened. Him and his friend, his friend was named Low Key. When him and Low Key found out what happened, I ain't even had to fight, bro, no more. They started jumping in there. I'm talking about like straight stomping this nigga out. So 
his girl came outside trying to help him and save him and shit. My mama friends and all the folks started jumping her. So so my mama, the dude my mama talked to in low key was jumping the old dude. And my my friend all, and all the folk was jumping the girl. And then next thing you know, some old folk come out there and start trying to fight. So I'm fighting some random nigga who I don't even know. So at this point, it's a whole bunch of folk just outside fighting. My uh my girl who I talked to at the time, she was on top of one of the cars, jumping up and down like a monkey and shit and everything. And me looking back on that shit, I'm like, man, bro, that night could have went a whole lot worse. That could have went a whole lot worse than what it is because in reality, by us being so young and he being a grown man like that, he could have had anything. He could have had a gun on him. He could have, like, knocked me out and just took the uh uh my friend's sister and my girl, like, could have did anything. Like, it could have went way worse. Especially when low key and all the folk came out, started jumping his ass. People could have got shot. Like literally, anything could have happened. And 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 I'm gonna tell you something. The police came, by the time the police came over there, it was about four in the morning. Because you keep mind on New Year's Eve, and this shit went over until New Year's Day, bro. They called the police. <clears throat> police took their sweet ass time getting over there. No folk didn't come until four in the morning. I had already laid down to go to sleep. Bro, I woke up the next morning sore as hell. Because y'all keep in mind, <clears throat> I had already got to fight with the dude, with my girl, and that, and that, big, that big dude at the end of the night. Man, my lip was still swole. I still can hear and see out of my left and uh, right, out of my left ear and my right uh, left uh, eye. I'm like, bruh, <clears throat> what the fuck going on with me, bro? I, I can't, bruh, it would hurt so bad to the point where, like, the wind, just the wind itself was just like, when it, when it, when the wind was blowing, bruh, that pain was something different, bruh. It hurt my eyes so bad. I don't know what was going on, but I really did couldn't see out my, out my left eye, and I couldn't hear that good at my, at my ear. So, I say about, a week later, my eyes just started acting normal. And everybody started asking me, why you let her do that to you, fool? You could have eaten, just knocked her ass out and all that type of shit. And I'm like, man, I ain't want to. I ain't want to hear that. And then, and then when you hear this shit, what folks always say, man, you better than me. So, you know, when folks be saying that shit, you, they really saying, man, you really dumb in here. I ain't letting nobody do that to me. But I'm like, man. I was so embarrassed because I'm like, bro, I don't know why I let her do this shit to me. And just sitting here thinking about it now, I'm like, I really was crazy as hell for allowing that shit to happen. I was soft as hell. Weak as hell. I was young. I remember my mama had bought me a 50 cent, 50 cent of my favorite rapper. She had bought me a poster with 50 Cent and Eminem, and I hung it up in my in my in my bedroom. And she came over to the house. And she's like, why you got a poster of 50 Cent up there for? I'm like, why not? And she tore it down and like she yanked it down and tore it up. I ain't even do nothing. And I ain't even want to tell my mama because I was gonna get in trouble for letting her do it. It got to the point where 
that shit was so toxic. Like I was so like head over heels for, and for the longest time we didn't even fuck or nothing. Then when we finally did, I really started letting her do shit. Like it's like she had me wrapped around the finger, just able to get away with shit. Um, uh, the breaking point was. When she had turned 16, I think she was 17, Kyle was 16. She started talking to this older dude who was in his 30s. And he would buy her whatever she wanted, giving her money and everything. But in return, she had to fuck this nigga. And I remember one time I went over to uh, her apartment to go see her and shit. And I'm like, hey, y'all, what's such such shit? My best friend at the time, he was like, man, she around the back with that nigga. I'm like, what? So, me and him walk around there. Ain't no cars back there or nothing. Like, like, like that backside of the park she stayed in was empty. Man, parked in, getting his dicks up. I'm seeing this shit. I go to the car, trying to yank her ass out the car and shit. Dude, about 5'1, five, 5'2. Five, Right about the same height she is. Well, I, I think too, I think she about five, five, five or something like that. She ain't that much taller than that. I smacked her ass so hard. I ain't saying like I hit her. I hit her. Because I'm like, bro, it was just a combination of everything that I've been through with her. Like, let her emasculate me and use me and embarrass me and all that type of shit and just say crazy shit and just. Man, so much that I could say about that, about that relationship, man. Y'all be like, man, you was real deal, dumb as fuck. But I ain't, I ain't even get deep, too deep into it. But I really did hear her. I, I hit her, I smacked her, and she got all mad and shit. And she like, that's why I've been fucking that nigga for the long. I'm like, but why would you say that shit to me? Like, and dude was so scared of me for like, and I ain't saying like I'm the, like the toughest person ever. Like I can whoop everybody, ass, but I ain't no bitch, bro. Dude saw me for the first time and instantly started trying to explain himself. I ain't know she had a boyfriend. Yeah, keep mind, I'm 16. This nigga in his 30s. That man grown here. I ain't know she, I ain't know she had a boyfriend. I ain't I ain't know this was going on. I ain't know you was talking to her and all that type of shit. Man, scared as hell because he didn't want me to hit her. And I'm like, bro, I'm finna find you out. Like, it took a lot out of me not to even hit this nigga. I'm like, man, fuck this nigga. And we had started talking. Looking back at this shit, my friends used to tell me all the time, hey, fool, she really don't like you, bro. And I'm like, man, y'all just saying that shit because y'all want to fuck him. Whole time, niggas taking her in empty apartments, running trains on that shit. I'm overlooking this shit. Man, I'm just, just tragic. I go, I go to her about it and try to confront her. I'm like, damn, bro, you letting you letting these niggas run trains on you in the in the in the bando? She's like, nah. So she started, she was so good at like like turning it around on me and making me feel like I'm just like insecure or, or something to the point where like she was like that shit was just that shit was just crazy. She was so good at this shit. I think that shit called gaslighting. She was so good at gaslighting my head to the point where I started believing that I was crazy and was like thinking of uh just being insecure and shit. Now, some some of the times I was being insecure, but most of the times why 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 I felt something was off, it was. 
Now, I ain't trying to say she was a hoe or nothing like that, but it was time when she did whole shit. Like in that train ran on her in the bando and sucking that nigga dick in the car and shit for money and fucking that nigga for money and shit. And he old like that. So, like, it, it, just, it just made me feel bad. Like, that's why I say, when it come down to men with women, I'm, I'm going to say this in general. When it comes down to folks and relationships and shit, don't settle for shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, don't, 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 don't settle for nothing. If you're a man dealing with a woman, don't settle for any woman. If you're a woman dealing with a man, don't settle for any man. If y'all in a in in in, in a same sex relationship, don't just don't settle. Because once you start to realize that you that motherfucker, and you got boundaries and all that type of shit, you won't you won't settle for nothing. It took me years to understand that. It took me years to understand like my nigga, my motherfucker. I'm no fucking I'm no fucking catch, bro. Because in today's society, that makes it seem like the woman is the is the is the catch. The woman is the prize and all that type of shit. No. In my case, I'm the prize. I'm like, bro, I ain't I'm not I'm 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 just not finna do like uh just settle for any woman. And I'm not I'm not finna settle for anything from a woman. I'm not finna deal with no bitchy ass attitude. I'm not finna deal with no nasty bro, I'm not finna deal with shit that I don't wanna deal with from no fucking woman. And when you start talking like that. Folk be like, oh, he misogynistic or he hate women and all this type of shit. No, you just got boundaries and you ain't finna put up with no shit for no one. Because if a woman, if a woman be like, I ain't fucking nigga, I ain't finna deal with no, with no nothing ass nigga. I ain't finna deal with like, like they, the women can have all these standards and, and all this shit like that. But as soon as a man put his standards up, he's like, you know what, bro? I know my worth. I ain't finna deal with no woman who just finna treat me and talk to me in type of way. Now we the bad guy. Now we the bad guy for like won't our woman to be presented in a certain way. Now we the bad guy for for don't want a woman that's that used to be a hoe and all that type of shit. Dudes like Andrew Tate, the reason why he's so famous, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate, and um men and people who do red pill content like that, the reason they so successful. Can't forget about Cameron Samuels, uh, R.I.P. But the reason why men like that are successful because other men are listening to them and realizing they're worse. It's more it's more men that's lonely and by themselves and can't get no play than it is women in that situation. So when men start realizing, man, look, I'm going to stop being a loser. I'm going I'm to work out and Try to get my money up and get, and and become the better version of me. What's wrong with what's wrong with another man telling the man like stop being a fucking lo- like stop being a loser and just like like get your shit together? Women do it to each other all the time. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna take that back. Women embrace like help each other embrace the imperfection that they have. Like like for instance with the with the with the BBW shit. I said this before in one of the episodes of TNE. Uh, 
when 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 a woman is overweight or big, they categorize her as a BBW, big beautiful woman. But when a man is overweight and big, he just a fat ass and need to go hit the gym. They don't have a caveat beside that name. We don't have a caveat beside a lot of stuff. Like we can't get away with the shit that women want to get away with. Well, women can get away with. Not saying we want to, but we can't. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a it's a double standard, and of course it's be it's double standards throughout everyday life between men and women, and they're just they're just a natural reality of it. And um, I'm not finna say a lie. A lot of stuff that Andrew Tate say, even his brother Trishan Tate, a lot of stuff they say be kind of crazy. But majority of what they say be true when it come down to being a man and self-improvement. A lot of the shit they be saying be true. So when I had started realizing, like, man, you know what? I'm the kid. I'm I'm the I'm I'm the motherfucker that women want to be with. Fuck it. I thought I feeling better. Now I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna sit here and say that me me having that type of mindset, I don't get lonely because I do all the time. You know what I'm saying? I talk to Jay, I talk to Jay all about uh, about that shit all the time. Like I need me a fucking woman. I want me such 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 such. And all the re- it's because it's so easy to get people nowadays. It's easy to have sex nowadays and all that type of shit. Now, the only reason I be having issues and problems with it because I don't whore myself out. I don't sleep with any and everybody. I don't. I don't fuck any woman that I that I instantly find attracted to. That I'm uh, that I'm attracted to. I don't put myself in those positions. You know what I'm saying? And even when I do, like, start trying to like date a woman, and we in that talking stage, if she not up to par with what I want in a woman, and she starts saying crazy shit, I I I cut it loose. I don't, I don't even waste my, my time or her time. I don't even just try to fuck on anyone. I don't try to just none of this shit. I don't, I don't waste our time. Cause like I said, I'm that motherfucker now. So when I start, so when I start realizing that, it became a lot of shit became easy to me. A lot of shit. Oh shit! I'm yawning and stuff. Like I said, I've been up since um two a.m. as of this recording. Um. And you know what's so crazy about this girl I used to talk to, who I was talking about in these stories that we, I talked about today? A couple months ago, she reached out to me and tried to talk to me. And I say she confused because she she confused, and I say that because one minute she like girls, she got, she cut all her hair off, got a fade, started dressing like a dude, and all that type of shit. But then call me and FaceTime me. She got a wig on and she dressed like a woman and acts like a woman and and trying to get me to come over there with her and shit. I'm like, fool, I'm not going to do that shit. I don't, I don't even want to talk to you. Because around about the time, one of the main reasons I feel that way because the, like one of the last times I talked to her uh, was around about the time my mama passed away. My mom passed away now, I said, like, a month later, her grandma passed away. 
my mama, like I said before in a lot of these episodes of TNE, my mama did a lot for her friends and their kids. My mama fed these niggas and some everything. And she didn't even show up to her memorial at all. But when her grandma passed on, she expected everybody to show up, me and all the time. She, I'm, not, I'm not going to that shit because one, I didn't know her mama that well. I mean, her grandma that well. And two, I'm like, bro, motherfucker, you ain't even calling my mama for me. So I ain't finna do this shit. My brother went. And when my brother went, uh, she sent me a long ass paragraph on, on Facebook Messenger. She called me a weak ass nigga. I'm a little ass boy. And then, uh, there's my younger brother here. More man than I ever be, and all that type of shit. I'm like, man, bitch, we don't shut your ass up. Like, so I started like, cause at that time period, I was ruthless. Like, man, I'm like, man, bitch, we don't shut the fuck up, get the fuck out my damn line, cussing her ass out. That was the last time I even talked to her until like two, three months ago. And uh, she basically said, "That's hang out." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good. I don't even wanna, I don't even wanna kick it." And she's like, "Why not?" I'm like, man, fool, I ain't gonna sound lie. You don't know what you want to do. You don't know if you like men or women. I don't want to go through that shit that I went through when I was a, when I was a teenager with your ass. And I was like, and you had like you ain't fucking cuss me out in that damn text message for no damn reason. You didn't even come to my mama more. So I just, I just started getting into it. She was like, she was like, see, that's why you a, a weak ass nigga now. She was like, I was trying to give you some pussy. I was like, bro, I don't want that from you. Cause now at that point when she said that. I'm like, bro, we ain't seen each other in five or six years. Ain't spoke to each other or nothing. But all of a sudden, you want to dress like a girl, hit me up, and try to get me to come over there and fuck you. I don't think you're trying to trap me or set me up or something. I don't know. So, I ain't even go through with that shit. I'm like, man, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm straight on all that. So... Oh shit! So, yeah, man, I've been through a lot of shit. I've been through a lot of shit. A lot of it was self-inflicted, but um, yeah, I don't know what my listeners' religion is. I don't consider myself a Christian at all, but. I believe in Christ and the Most High God. I believe Christ is the Most High God's son. And he came down here and died for our sins and stuff like that. But I'm not a Christian at all. Um, the reason I brought this up is because from the time I was a well, shit, I see what age. I say from the time I was a baby to 19 years old. I used to go to my auntie and uncle house, my grandma's sister and her husband house, every summer and every weekend. And um, every week and every Sunday, we went to church faithfully, went to church faithfully. I used to love it when I was a kid. But when I started hitting like 11 years old, 12 years old, I used to go to that church and I used to feel funny. Like I used to get this weird feeling in my in my spirit, bro, that like something ain't right. But I suppressed it. I had sixteen years old. I'm like, man, <clears throat> something ain't right. 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to church. And um, my cousin be like, why you don't want to go to church? I'm like, something ain't right with this shit. I don't know. Like, it's like my spirit ain't, ain't, ain't right with this shit. And another reason, and another reason I, I um, I don't believe in Christianity because the same people who was teaching me the values and uh, the morals of the Bible, they were doing the exact opposite. Like, like I said, I went on my uncle and auntie house every Sunday. I mean, uh, every weekend and for the summer, from the time I was a baby until I was nineteen. And bro, this nigga was cheating on my auntie and got caught up in stuff and almost lost his life and stuff. And I'm like, nigga, you was teaching me one thing. But you did the exact opposite, and I and I and I look around and I start paying attention to stuff that's going on in my personal life, like with my like with my family, <clears throat> my mama's sister. Go to church all the time, supposed to be this Christian, but so spiteful and and hateful and judgmental. <laughs> but she says she a Christian. She don't do nothing Christian like. Especially when it come down to being a sister and, and an auntie and shit like that. Stuff that happened in recent events made me just like, I'm like, man, this motherfucker ain't no Christian. She just a person who go to church. So go back to, uh, let's rewind it back to me, like dealing with this Christianity thing. I'm going to church every Sunday. As I get, as I get older, I'm noticing that people doing shit in church that they don't need supposed to do in church according to what the reverend is talking about, right? I remember being 17 years old. <clears throat> the church I used to go to was Coleman Avenue Church of Christ. And upstairs, downstairs, and the upstairs used to be empty. You got a whole set of bathrooms up there and everything. All right. I remember one time when Sunday class was over with, or like Bible study was over with, and it was time for us to go downstairs and go into the church where the, uh, so the preacher can start preaching. I remember sneaking out and going upstairs. Call that man. I'm like, man, bro. I was like, man, bro, I don't want to fucking, I don't feel like doing this. So I just want to go up there and beat myself and just be quiet. So I remember going up there and I'm hearing like meat noises, you know, like I'm hearing it. So I'm like, what the fuck? Next thing you know, I go down the hallway and in the bathroom, I'm hearing old girl like getting dug out. So I'm like, man, I'm gonna let them finish doing what they doing and shit like that. I stand in the hallway. I mean, nah. All right, so the bathroom is at the right, upstairs in the very back. It's a room like for like when they come out the bathroom, you don't have. It's a room they got to pass. They, like they don't have no other option but to pass that room. And I was in that room, so I'm sitting there and shit. I'm just just hit cause like in the room you still can hear the preacher because you know he on the he on the intercom or whatever so you still can hear him preaching. So I'm sitting in the room and she just chilling and shit. I said about twenty minutes pass and they and they come out the bathroom and they walk past. The look you if, if y'all would have seen the look on their face when they saw me sitting in their room, 
because they know I heard it. So old bro, bro was like, nigga, you heard it? I'm like, yeah. And you know what's so crazy about it? the dude who was in there was a dude who I was cool with punching dick and the preacher's daughter. Her dad out there preaching. But she upstairs getting fucked on. And I'm like, bro, that that made me like when I saw that, it made me just look at Christianity way different. I'm like, bro, how's your dad a preacher? Like, I ain't say this to her, but I'm like, bro, how's your dad a preacher? But you doing this shit in his church that he that he preaches. Another thing that 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 was confused me with Christianity when they do the uh. Uh, what's that shit called? Oh, I'm drawing a blank right. Now. <clears throat> I'm drawing a blank right now. What's this shit called? Oh shit. Uh, ties. There we go. Damn. When 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 folk pay ties, they pull. They be like, it's for the church, and then it's for the people if they if if the if the people need help and all that type of shit. I was saying for donate. Playing their money to Coleman Avenue. And I was saying for following hard time. But one getting no help, but all they was getting was a prayer. So what was the point of them donating money? Because according to scripture, if you actually read the Bible, tithing never was money. It was always livestock and all that type of shit. But I ain't gonna get into that, but most the point of them tithing and all that type of shit. By the time I hit 19 years old, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to go to this church no more, but I'm going to go one more time just to see if I'm going to feel the same way. Go to the church. i never forget this shit. Went to the church. That was my first time going in like a year. Walk, I stepped foot off in there. Hey, Corey, where you been? I'm so happy you came back to the church. And then everybody greet me and shit. Go downstairs. Folks chiefing in the um, bathroom, smoking blunts and shit. One dude talking about he finna get some head from an old girl who at the church in the back room. And she and I actually saw, saw this girl. Get up, go to the back with this man. I ain't even saying nothing. My auntie. Um, my grandma's sister. Um, I saw her go to the church, be all friendly and nice with everybody. I try to say something to her. Don't say shit back. So at that point, I'm like, bro, according to from what I learned <clears throat> growing up, coming to this church, bro, you're a Christian. You're supposed to love your family. You're supposed to love your family. You're supposed to be nice to people. You're supposed to be respectful, loving, caring, all that type of shit. Why I don't feel none of that when I come here? Like, why I don't feel no type of spiritual connection to this place? Me sitting here thinking about it now. I was so spiritually disconnected from that church to the point where I was like, man, shit, I want me some fucking pussy up here. I was thinking about fucking one of them girls up there. 
And it was so easy. I'm going to tell you something. Them church girls, bro. What if old, I, I know this is a common thing and people know that now, but them church girls that go to church, they be the ones who ready to give up coochie faster than anybody else. No bullshit. I never fucked uh, a girl up there at the church, but I had opportunities to. Like, it's been plenty of times where, like, girls just throw that shit to me, but I don't catch it. You know what I'm saying? It's just something inside me was scared to do it. Something inside of me, now that I think back on it, my spirit knew it it wasn't morally right to do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though I wanted to do it so bad, but I just couldn't bring myself to do that type of shit. Um... The reason, like I said, the reason I even brought this up, because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, bro, Christians are some of the most evilest people. Christians supposed to be the people that follow Christ, right? Live as Christ lived and all that type of shit. But everybody who I came across, me personally in my life, who call themselves a Christian, be some of the most evilest people ever. They do some of the most wicked shit. Now, I know this. I know this lady. I'm finna call her name out because she need to be exposed. <clears throat> her name is Carolyn Skinner, one of the most evilest women I ever met in my whole entire life, but portrayed to be a voice of um, voice for God, but portrayed to live for God, but portrayed to be a Christian. And bro, and and the thing I hate about that shit the most, bro, she done did some some most heinous shit in front of me and to me that affect me, my mama, and my brother. Like she one of the most evilest women that I ever met in in my life, and she do all of that under the guise of being a Christian. Now, I know that ain't all people who like say they Christians and all that type of stuff. But I never came across a person who was a Christian and was genuinely a Christian, who was genuine and caring and loving and put Christ before they self and all that type of shit. I never came across a person like that. Never came across a person like that. And that should be baffling me because I'm like, bruh, every day people doing some crazy as hell in the name of a God that they believe in. Now I'm not saying I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I fuck up all the time and I have to ask God for forgiveness. But what I'm saying is I don't do shit intentionally to fuck over people. You know what I'm saying? I don't be mean to people and disrespect people and just like be fucked up towards people. And then and in the same breath, I'm like, I'm a Christian. That shit so contradict. That shit don't make sense. It don't go together. I'm like, man, what the fuck? So, I just had to get that out of my mind. It just popped into my head. Um, I was gonna record. Let's talk part five next week. But um, I went on and did this week because I supposed to have a guest on here, but. This man bought the wrong microphone that don't work, and 
he had to go through some issues and get his microphone stuff set up and all that type of shit. So he'll be on the show next week. And uh, don't make me going over call. Let's talk for the season this week. Um, I love doing these let's talk because uh, I get to talk about some of the stuff that went on in my life that I ain't talked about in a long time. And it get y'all to like glimpse of it in my life to people who listen to me and stuff like that. And I appreciate that. Um, as always, at the end of every episode, I gotta say I appreciate all all y'all who listen, new and old. Because, <clears throat> like I say, y'all can be listening to anybody else right now or doing whatever you want to do, but instead, you you chose to hang out with me for about an hour or so and listen to me talk about stuff that go on in my life or current events or anything like that. And uh, y'all becoming a um, part of the Nirvana family and becoming a Nirvanians just like me. So I appreciate that. Um, we have thousands of listeners every week. Uh, I want to send a shout out to all y'all for supporting me and, and fucking with me and being there for me. I, I super appreciate that shit. I really appreciate it. Um, I don't know if Jay, uh, Jay Jamal, I don't know if he did the subreddit yet or created the Discord yet, but I'm going to talk to him about it today. And uh, next week when I get on TNE and record, I'm going to let y'all know where we at on there. Um, Hit up the socials, man. Uh, TNE Beyond, that's all the socials. On TikTok, uh, Twitter, which is X9. Um, I don't have an Instagram or a Facebook, but... Just hit us up on there, um, on Twitter and uh, TikTok. Um, if you like the podcast, you should like some of the uh, other content we're going to bring y'all. Because like I said last week, uh, the Nirvana experience is, is expanding. Um, I have a YouTube channel now. Uh, TNE Ledesma. J. Jamal got his uh, YouTube channel. TNE J. Jamal. Uh, what we do on our channel is record gameplay and uploading and stuff. But what I'm finna start doing on my channel is start doing vlogs of what I go through every day and uh, stream and you know gameplay videos stuff like that. Um, I'm just like I said, I'm trying to expand it more, expand TNE more. And that's what we're gonna do. Uh, it's from here to be a new year. We have less than two and a half weeks, well, three and a half weeks left in the, in the month. I mean, in this year, uh, I expect big things to happen for the Nirvana experience in 2024. And y'all going to be right here along the ride with us because y'all be supporting us, be holding us down. And I appreciate that shit so much. And um, like I say, each week, y'all show out. Oh, yeah. Another another thing I want to talk about. I recorded Heal the World Part 1 a couple months ago. Well, not, well, not a couple months ago, like a month ago and that became the most listened to episode in the history of the Nirvana experience. So I want to say, I appreciate y'all for listening to it and streaming it and downloading it. And, um, I didn't realize, I didn't realize that many people liked when I talked about that type of stuff. Um, and it, and it, and it just made me feel so much better about me being myself because I don't. I didn't tell my friends for a long time about what I thought about the environment and nature and all that type of stuff because I didn't want them to laugh at me and talk about me and stuff like that. And the thing about it is, I don't even know if they would have laughed at me and talked about me like that. But it was just 
uh, insecurity of mine. And for me to get on TNE and talk about it and talk about the um, the marine life and how we can make the earth better and how we can make, like, just in general, like, the environment and everything better and just talk about the stuff that I like to talk about as far as Mother Nature and everything like that. And, and it become the most listened to episode in the history of this show. It made me feel so much better about being me. And I want to pre- I say I, I appreciate y'all for that and I, I want to say thank y'all for that. Because they they let me know that I can just still be my still be myself and it won't be weird me being me. And before I get out of here, let me just say this to y'all. To every single person that's listening, always be true to yourself. I know that sounds cliche. But listen, give me hear me out. Always be yourself unapologetic always be yourself no matter what it comes down to your spirituality your sexuality when it comes down to your personality no matter what always be true to yourself be yourself because there's somebody out there that's gonna appreciate you and love you and you know what i'm saying be in your corner because like i said just recently, I started learning how to be me 100%. I always be myself, but now I'm myself unapologetically. Like, I'm me everywhere. And if, you, if folk don't like it, fuck them. Because I'm not going to I'm not gonna focus my, all my energy on the people that don't like me. And I got a whole group of folks over here that fuck on me and like me, like the people who listen to this show, and just leave them high and dry because I'm worrying on the negative shit. Nah, I'm going to focus on the people who like me, the people who listen to the show and like it, and we're going to grow from there. So, fuck all the bullshit. Fuck all the negativity. And that's how y'all should be, too, when y'all live in y'all life. Just be you. Unapologetically. All right? So, and with that, we're going to close the show out, and I'll see y'all next week. Peace.